okay, we're not priests. We're not theologians. We're just two Catholic dudes and a Catholic gal here to talk about our faith. Yeah, welcome back to Two Catholic Dudes. What a great, great <laughs> yeah, what a great intro. <laughs> You're like, what are we listening to right now? You were listening to Christina Ballestero on part two yes. of our Catholic dating episode of mm-hmm. Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. And as always, again. And as always, again, we, said it, we are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right, that's it. Okay. I was gonna like go through. Okay, and so, I'm Christina back again. And Christina's back again. Back for more part two. We had so much fun in our last episode that we just decided to keep the party going. There's just so much to talk about on this topic that we felt that we wanted to make sure that we got everything. So we're going to talk more in this episode about chastity. Chastity in dating. dating. If you're keeping track and watching at home, we are in the same outfits because (laughs) we we just took a quick break and we are back. And if you're watching uh, for any of our hardcore fans. I bet you nobody noticed. I bet you there's a couple people. People notice. People notice. (laughs) This is probably the first episode that both of us are wearing a collared shirt. Because we oh, have a, because we have a lady okay. on, the, on the episode. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm usually in a special. hoodie or like one of my. Uh, see, guys, it was that easy, and then I feel special. But see, here's exactly. The deal. Well, I don't have a button. <laughs> He's missing Uh-oh. a button. So, uh, okay. A little uh, less. But I'm been trying to be honest. We're all a little Just flawed, kidding. you know. We're we're. Okay, so let's jump right in. To, we'll talk about why we're wearing collared <laughs> shirts because she's like, I gotta get out of here. It's okay. late, by the no. way. This is this is the banter These poor time. Listeners. This is how it works. Okay. This, it's the banter time. Um, uh, we, we are gonna be like, I love that episode with Christina. She just kept you guys on track. Like, <laughs> that's why we need a good lady Can you in your just, life. Like, keep a her woman on to, to keep you honest, and keep you keep you going. But I mean, th- it's kind of a point why we wear the collar. We're wearing the collared shirts is to because we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. That like, what happened to like being a true gentleman and and the chivalry, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's still there, but uh, you know, a lot of we talked about when. Y- People are afraid to say, oh, I want to ask you on a date. And I was just like, let's hang. And you're just like wearing your your second best hoodie. <laughs> right. Like, you you got to wear the number one hoodie. You didn't even put it on your best hoodie. It makes a difference. Hoodie, right, right, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> but so, we're like, make the put, you know, make no, the effort. No, but that's effort, true. Right? Yeah. Wear, put, put on the collared shirt. Look, yeah. you know, put your hair in a ponytail yeah. if you have long hair. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or don't. Uh, Comb it a little bit. You get know? a haircut. Maybe wash your face. Brush yeah. your teeth. Like the, All major. Take a shower. Exactly. Like the same reason why you go to mass and you don't just wear flip flops and shorts and a tank top because you want to look best for the Lord. You want to you want to present yourself to Christ. Yeah, look it, like you care. Look, it look like, like you care. Yeah, you even know. if you're like, well, I do care in my heart. It's like, yeah, but show it mm-hmm. outwardly as well, mm-hmm. right? Right. So okay, so the di- the topic of now is of the now. The <laughs> topic of now of this episode is we've we've been there. We've been on the dates. Okay. We're seeing each other. Yes. Okay. But now. How do we deal with it? How do we live by our our values and our morals and chastity while in this dating scenario? This is the chastity right. episode. So this first. could be this could be a PG thirteen episode if you guys have young children. I don't know. I'm just uh, we're not, maybe, we're, maybe we're not, not. going to get crazy, but we're going to be honest about exactly. you know, thoughts and, and where you know how we should. I think we'll ourselves. be great. I think we'll be fine. All right, you guys are going to be fine. Yeah, even if they're young, I mean, it's like better to hear the truth than to better to hear the truth. Be sure. catechized by the world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? hundred um, percent. So what's okay? Right. Let's talk what, about that. What's okay? What's okay? How far is too far? I saw a video. No tongue kissing. No tongue kissing. Let's be no clear. Let's kissing. talk about clear things. And then, pretty much. So then, pretty is, much. So then, past. I would say I would ask. Well, is kissing okay? 
And gentlemen, what do you think? Uh, I think that to a certain extent, you know, if it's uh, if it's a small signs of affection, I think are are fine. Right. If you're if you're being respectful of of that person. Yeah. Um, you know, if what is your intent with this kiss? Mm-hmm. Is it to show your love and affection for this mm-hmm. person in that singular moment? Or are you trying to lead it to somewhere else right. with the with the kiss? I think it depends. We were talking a lot about intentional, being intentional. Yeah. And the same thing goes with why are you kissing this person? Mm-hmm. What's your intent with yeah. it? Is it affection you, or is it arousal? Yes. Exactly, right? So are you showing signs? Because you know, you've been dating this person for weeks or months or whatever and you want to show them affection. You want to show signs of mm-hmm. affection. Mm-hmm. And if you're like, if, if you have two strict rules and you're like, well, uh, I, I can only show you affection with smiling at you or, or my, <laughs> yeah, my eyes. I'll, yeah, give, you, yeah, I'll yeah. give you a good solid wink. Yeah, I wink yeah. too much. It makes finger people finger. feel uncomfortable. Finger guns. <laughs> finger you're like, guns. I appreciate hey. you very much as yeah. a person. Like bang, that's, bang. that's hey. hard. We're, we're human beings and we, we want to be loved. We want to, uh, you know, show affection. What, what, yeah, what was that the fact about the babies that you that told me one time? Oh, um, really I heard this story about these babies at this orphanage where, um, they were, dying and they didn't know why they were feeding them you know uh changing their diapers and the only then all of a sudden you know they started picking up the babies and holding them because like they were dying and they were like oh my gosh this is so sad so and as soon as they started picking them up and spending time holding them they stopped dying so it's like there is there is a part of us that you know needs that physical experience with somebody so it doesn't have to be this crazy we our world is so over sexualized you know so anything you talk about touching you know you hear touch in a song and all of a sudden it's like something explicitly you know sexual but it, it doesn't have to be that it can be a hand on the shoulder it can be you know um maybe holding hands uh you know in a nice way or whatever it is you know a kiss on the cheek or um a a a nice little like kiss on the mouth peck on the mouth whatever it is um but going back to you know what we were saying danny like are what is your intention behind it is it affection or is there a part of you inside that's like a it's for arousal you know i'm I'm hoping this leads a different way right and uh, I know people that are and I've seen videos of people that, that talk on chastity like this and they say well, how far is too far how, uh, what are what are the strict rules like we're talking about right mm-hmm. now and they and they're they talk about if you get aroused or if there is the opportunity to get aroused mm-hmm. in some way shape or form then it's off limits mm-hmm. but like I hate to say it you can you can get aroused by like holding hands yeah, with somebody yeah absolutely or even just like looking at somebody right. like guys you know right sure. we're right. very visual creatures right right um, so like are you saying that we need to if we date we need to both be in like parkas <laughs> and like <laughs> no but it's important like um, for women or for men you know modesty it's, it's a posture it's how you carry yourself it's not just what you wear Mm -hmm. yes of course but it's also how are you talking you know like what are you saying to them and um how are you carrying yourself Mm -hmm. are you looking at them in a funny way or a weird way or is it do do you know what i'm saying exactly and i think the 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 point of uh, you know guys can get aroused by like anything Mm -hmm. but it's what if you are formed the right way and you mm-hmm. have the right intentions, then you won't be going into those situations looking for arousal because you're looking for the beauty in that human mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah, I was gonna say, I think that that's, 
uh, it comes down to how are we as men need to look at things in in the right way and not be you know so and women yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah. And, and so <laughs> desperately searching for the opportunity for that that arousal in things it's like yeah because if you hold hands with this significant other or whatever but your mind already starts going oh well what if after we hold hands this happens and this right. happens then you're already starting to sexualize this relationship mm-hmm. too far mm-hmm. you say like oh so you I just, just gotta call it out yeah so when it comes when it happens like you were saying like certain things can uh can arouse someone you know and it's like okay if you're if you know if it's like oh when he puts his hand here on my leg or when she puts her hand here on my leg or my arm or my back or whatever it is I can't do that you know what I mean like talking to who you're with and being like hey so and like make make a joke out of it like grab their hand and like give them a little hug like ha 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 like do whatever you do to got to get out of that situation you right. know so it doesn't like lead to somewhere but that's also difficult too because sometimes you know you have the the factor if you're in your 20s or d- depending on where you are at with your hormones and stuff like that the desire can be stronger um maybe you're like oh my gosh I really just want to be married the desire can be stronger you know what I mean or you've been dating somebody for a really long time and you're like you know what I really really love them and I really really care about them so when you do those things and you're exclusive right so you do those things and it doesn't feel wrong or anything like that but what's important is that it's not always about your feelings it's not always just like oh I feel like I'm married to this person like but you're not you know what I mean and until you say your vows you're not married you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i've been engaged and i'm not married right now so it's like it didn't work out like thank god that like i didn't you know go that far with him especially you know because of how deep our relationship was it would have been even harder than it was to you know get over that and and move forward and heal from that you know and so until you're in vows you never really really know so it's it's just so important to just not follow like what you're feeling and to really listen to what god is saying and he's given us these laws and these rules not to 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 trap us or to take anything away from us or to to withhold a goodness from us he's protecting us and he's setting us up for success exactly setting up to feel it and experience it more fully and in the right way i I love bishop truly experience i love bishop Barron's analogy he always uses when he talks about laws and the free that having laws give you because people think oh you put these rules and these laws to govern us and it just it just uh, it, it it squashes us it, it helps or it hurts our, our freedom right but mm-hmm. it's it's absolutely the contrary and he has the analogy of he's a golfer he's playing golf he's like golf has a ton of rules mm-hmm. like you have to you have to hit the ball from this point mm-hmm. and then um, you know you you can't do this and you can do this and whatever but he's like if you start ignoring any of those rules all of a sudden you're not playing golf anymore if you kick the ball 12 yards right, and you're right. like uh, nobody saw that and then like you know you take off a stroke here mm-hmm. and there you're just you're you're not playing by the rules yeah. and you're not even playing golf and and the freedom the rules actually give you freedom yeah. in the game right so you need them the, you need Need the rules a hundred percent so you know the rules in, in mm-hmm. when we're talking about romantic relationships it's the same thing mm-hmm. it's, it's there to give us freedom but like they're there to protect us as well yeah right, right. absolutely absolutely so uh, so how are ways that we can uh, make sure that we're upholding these mm-hmm. these rules mm-hmm. these or these uh, you know our our morality how mm-hmm. can we how can we stay true to ourselves 
I would say in the dating world, location, you know, so right. uh, for example, not being alone in a house with only the two of you under a blanket, watching a movie, all the lights are down, two people are attracted to each other, what do you think is going to happen? It's that right. Netflix and show And if culture, it doesn't right? happen, it's, it's like... going to be hell. Like you're going to be fighting against yourself. Right. You know right. what I mean? So set yourself up for success. Put yourself in a situation where, you know, if you guys are watching a movie or something, like don't get under a blanket together have like your somebody in your family or your mom or dad or whoever be there and kind of check in on you and like bring popcorn or do whatever you know something to keep you accountable or even better like double date double (laughs) date invite friends over because i think another part of it is like if you're dating and you're in this dating relationship where it's only the two of you that's not real if you don't involve that person in your actual life Mm -hmm. you're not gonna see if they fit into your life you know so it's like you have to bring them in and see if they fit so location i would say is huge Mm -hmm. um or even like lingering like let's say it's after a date um and you're in the car with each other you know what i mean and then you're like oh and you reach over to them and you're like looking deeply into each other's eyes like i don't want this night to end i know well then let's make it not reach over and open the door from the other side (laughs) i don't know create (laughs) let them fall out create some sort of code with you guys where you like sing a funny song to like get out of it whatever it has to be you know or a code word or like a joke or i don't know something just to get out of that and to not linger and with that it's like also i would say length like how long are you guys hanging out together True. especially alone you know right. of course sometimes like in a dating relationship you have to have you have to spend time alone too right. you know um but you w- hopefully you can spend alone time in public places for most of it and then also when you are alone being intentional about what you're talking about what's happening so right. that way it's not it doesn't turn doing. into this yeah. thing right. that's like well, yeah, and like linger, you away. Uh, lingering on even the, the the things that we said are like safe for most people, like uh, you know a hug or a kiss on the mm-hmm. on the cheek or on the lips or holding hands or whatever. But like you give a, ki- a kiss on the lips, and then it's like, well, let's just hold this for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you know that kiss turns into something else, and right. so on and so forth. Right. So it's like, yeah, setting those those boundaries and those rules for yourselves. I've had a lot of help from like being like, hey, can you uh, text me if I haven't gotten home or call me or whatever um or have somewhere to go after your date you know if let's say you're going on a lunch date or something like have like another friend that you're going to go hang out with or have something else that you have to do that you're accountable to so that you don't linger and like all of a sudden you guys hang out like maybe like the entire day or whatever by yourselves and, and then if end up getting goes in trouble. really bad then you just have an out yeah <laughs> escape yeah. plan <laughs> escape yeah. plan right anyways but so accountability is mm-hmm. what i'm hearing accountability, right? accountability yeah right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, talking to your friends about it yeah right? saying like hey if i'm not home by 11 you gotta bail me out call yeah. me call me don't stop <laughs> Come calling knock me. down my doors yeah, you yeah, know, yeah yeah you know know where i am but i like the i like the double dates and like invite your your the person you're dating to hang out with your friends because like um well and then eventually like your parents and stuff but Mm -hmm. like again if you're just uh you know cloistering yourself together um that's it's great but you kind of live in this fantasy Mm -hmm. world where you're you're uh removed Mm -hmm. from the real world and from your real relationships with Mm -hmm. relationships with your friends and your family yeah and so you know if because if you guys are right for each other then 
you should just it should be a natural fit with mm-hmm. all the rest mm-hmm. of the people mm-hmm. in your life in the other person's yeah. life as well yeah right? and and yeah exactly and like and and finding like a person that is your friend that you can talk to about it saying right. like hey you know I'm embarrassed to say this I don't really want to say this but I know I can trust you um, I'm struggling with this you know and if you could pray for me and like I'm trying to figure out ways that I can like be better in this if you have any advice or like maybe a talk that you've heard or something like send it my way this is really humbling but I really you know I want to uh, you know love God in this way and honor this person in this way so I hope that you can pray for me or whatever you know and then of course going to confession you know, right. if that's something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, well, we're, everyone needs to go to confession. <laughs> but, I, I think this is, know. this is good to hear, especially from, from coming from you, because I've heard so many chastity speakers on, on YouTube and everything. And they're great. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're talking about all these same principles. And I'm, and I'm like, that's great, but you have nine kids. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah, easier yeah. said than done, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I mean, maybe they were living mm-hmm. that before. Maybe I haven't just heard all the talks, but mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. look at him. I'm like, great chastity speaker, mm-hmm. but you have, you have 12 kids. Yeah, so like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then surrounding yourself with people like that are like-minded, you know what I mean? Right, like right. you guys have each other. Like I have my Catholic girlfriends and, you know, even sometimes too though, like Catholic friends, you know, could lead you the wrong way, whether sure. it's like, drinking too much or or in relationships or whatever it may be like they could lead you astray so making sure that whoever you're hanging out with that they have the same mindset and they're able to like kind of keep you accountable and they're in their relationships doing the same things you know like striving for holiness right and you and you're not afraid to speak the truth to them Mm -hmm. and you should and that should go with anything you know Mm -hmm. if, if somebody's not um upholding to the the values and the morals that you know that they hold mm-hmm. that you should be able to call them out that's what a true friendship and a loving friendship is and right, say right. hey bro it's really hard like, but this ain't it right now extremely necessary you know and that's what we talked about in the last episode in you know being able to like a breakup with somebody or, or mm-hmm. let somebody down. It's like the easy way is to just ghost them yeah. and not say anything. Right. Yeah. That's in, in our society. It's, it's, you don't want to take the hard road, but like that's what truly mm-hmm. loving your neighbor and your friend is, is, yeah. is sometimes telling that hard truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that on this, on this note, just, uh, it's on my heart to say this yeah. as well is if, if you're in a situation where you have fallen, mm-hmm. uh, you are you still loved and valued by God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God encourages Amen. you to 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 run to Him mm-hmm. in in your time of weakness, mm-hmm. in your time of struggle. Uh, God calls you home, and mm-hmm. and there's there's never a you're never too far gone. Ever, yeah. you know, you know, God 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 wants you. God God picks us up, and we we mentioned that, that we have the sacrament of confession mm-hmm. that we can that we can run to, mm-hmm. you know, when when we do fall, mm-hmm. and uh, it's never too late for you to take, you know take ownership of yourself and be like, this is something that I want to do now, mm-hmm. you know, and, and God, God welcomes you. God calls you to do that. So, and keep going yeah. too. And mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of times it's like shame holds us back. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe there's, you know, Catholic people out there who are like, Oh, I've gone to confession so many times. I'm going to wait until I'm really ready and done. But it's like, no, you have to go to confession throughout the whole 
process. Like this yeah. life is a process of self mastery and purifying ourselves. And so like yeah. God is patient with yeah, us. Yeah. Continued confession could be part of that process of healing mm-hmm. and going to it. And be, even if you have to, uh, I have to confess for it 10 times yeah. before I finally am able to hundred. Oh, more than, more than more than yeah, seven times. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's that that can be part of the process mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of, of renewing and, and, yeah. and finding that, that peace in it. Yeah. And on the topic of confession, um, something that I do while I'm in line for confession, whatever sins it is that I'm confessing, I'll write down, okay, what am I going to do that's going to help me not sin in this way next time? Right. You know, so many people go in there like, all right, I'm going to confess this, but then like, I know four hours from now I'm going to do it again. Sure. Yeah. And, and that's a reality. You know, you can know like, okay, this is, even if it's like, this is an addiction or this is whatever, it's like, okay, what's my next step to really try to fight this? Right. You know? I think that's what holds a lot of people back from going to confession because they feel guilty about it. They're yeah. like, I'm confessing, I'm saying I'm sorry, but like, I I genuinely am sorry, but I, mm-hmm. I just can't stop doing this yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 So it's like being brave to take the next step. Right. So writing down whatever it is, whether it's like, um, you know, getting more accountability, um, just, I mean, depending on whatever the sin is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, and that's part of the, uh, act of contrition. You, you say, I firmly intend with the help of your son. So you make a firm intention, you know, to avoid, to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion, the near of, occasion sin. of sin. Right. And so putting your, uh, avoiding those, the situations like you were talking yeah. about, uh, what were the three again? It was, it was location. Oh yeah. Location, length taking, and, and lingering. lingering. The three L's. Right. But like cutting it off. Like look at where I'm living right now. Uh, I've mentioned before, it's, it's kind of like Conquer a, those and you got love. <laughs> <laughs> the three leads to the fourth. Anyways, sorry. Uh, like where I'm at right now is, is kind of a, uh, how would you describe the place that, that I'm at? An office building. It's <laughs> it's an office building, <laughs> but like their vision is a studio their, inside. Uh-huh. Their, but their vision, uh, the people that own the place, is to get young men uh, to live in here, creatives that are evangelizing for uh, and somewhat of a fraternity. It, but it's a, for kind of a fraternal living, um, not monastic. I guess a little bit in a way monastic, but in in terms of formation and growth for young men but to live in a kind of a chaste environment so they have they have rules on us here mm-hmm. in the in the place that we can't have uh females upstairs where in our living quarters after seven now mm-hmm. we broke that rule like big time tonight because christina's here and it's like midnight mm-hmm. but we're here evangelizing but anyways mm-hmm. it's creating those and there's rules. it's not just you and like me or you and a girl it's exactly. like there's yeah and, right. and it goes back to the intent of why someone is with you, what mm-hmm. you what you're doing, and what's happening, yeah, what's yeah, happening, exactly. Right? So you, know, and, you know, here is to right, evangelize but, further, and because I don't, yeah, we don't want to scare people into thinking that there's this you can't do this and you can't do that. It, it's you have to know yourself, mm-hmm. you have to know where you know, and, and put yourself in good situations. Mm-hmm. You know, don't it's we don't want to go too far as to say don't limit yourself to do if you want to do good things. Mm-hmm. Say for instance for here, or if, or if you're like hey. Uh, I'm gonna hang out with this this person, and we're gonna we're gonna pray together this evening, and we'll make and and you know yourself that you can that that's what you're doing, and that's the intention of hanging out with mm-hmm. them, and that's what you're gonna do. Then great. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you know say oh well it's it's past eight o'clock, so like we're gonna have to call it we're gonna have to call it quits no today. prayers tonight. You know, but if if you <laughs> know, it, it, but it's so you know if you know uh, where you're at and you've been upfront with each other and and you know your intention mm-hmm. and you can stay true to that. Yeah. Then 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 great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's about knowing yourself too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. What about praying with who you're dating? Super what do you important. think? What do you think? Um, how do you think that that should be done? Do you think that there's a wrong way to do that? 
a wrong way. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I, I went on a, a couple dates with a girl recently, and this was one of the first, like, true, holy Catholic girls that I've dated. Um, and she was very upfront about that and upfront about her chastity, and it was beautiful. And on our second date, we went to a daily mass together mm-hmm. at the beginning of the date. And I thought it was like one of the most beautiful things that how we could. And you freaked out date. when you got to hold her hand during the Our Father, or what? <laughs> no, Just she kidding. didn't. She didn't even hold it. Wasn't hands. about it. Oh, uh, she, she stri- I like her. She had stricter rules than that, though. Oh, okay, okay. It okay. was a little too strict. Okay. It went back to what I was saying about the arousal thing and the, okay. what's the intent and not being able to show affection okay, to, to somebody. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But. In or, but anyways, like starting that date yeah. in mass, mm-hmm. celebrating the Eucharist together. Yeah, pretty cool. It was amazing. Like yeah. that was the coolest date I've ever been on in my entire mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I think that's beautiful. I think things can sometimes get dangerous when couples or not couples, but uh, maybe couples, but early you just started kind of dating somebody and you guys get into like deep spiritual type prayers like um because you create this spiritual bond with somebody because that's not something to be taken lightly Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of make sure your relationship with god is solid and you're praying through your entire relationship with your significant other so that you can and you are praying with them for them all that stuff but that you're not you can you can take advantage of God in that way and you and honestly use him Mm -hmm. to get close to somebody when maybe he doesn't want you to be that close to that person even just yet right right right. you know what I'm saying and and I think a big point of that too is is I think that a lot of uh if there's a couple that, that does a lot of time in prayer together and stuff like that which is which is a beautiful thing great but you may be a couple but you both need to have your own individual relationships with God. Yeah. Your relationship mm-hmm. with God. When you, you know, become the sacrament of marriage, great. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the, it's the three, you know, of course. But even when married couples yeah. still need their own individual relationships yeah. with mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this isn't a, uh, you don't, if you share that relationship mm-hmm. with God, it's, it, you're, then it's, that's when I think we, we step into mm-hmm. that murky water. That, this that this happens dangerous. all the time. You talk about it. We talk about it. Uh, it's usually like youth ministry nights when they have adoration. Now, you do it very, very well, but I've seen other Thank youth you. ministry nights where it, they have adoration, but then all of a sudden it becomes these kids uh, hugging, com- each, hugging other. each other, comfort sure. each other, mm-hmm. uh, doing all, all kinds of weird things. And it's like, wait, I thought we were here with uh, Jesus Christ and now it's this uh, big like bond, well, community bonding thing. Exactly. But that's the thing is I think that that's on the, whoever is doing the night or whoever, because like I said, we've talked about before, my, I make the focus on with the, with the people that I'm on the retreat with that, that, you know, I always do it where we have an opportunity to pray for each other and pray together in community. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But when Jesus is in the room, that's the focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you're dating. I don't care who you're with. That's the focus. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. If someone needs to to cry and be in that moment, uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. say that the spirit is overcome. Mm-hmm. That's between them and mm-hmm. God. Yeah. You want to put a hand on the shoulder or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like I always, we do, I do a lot. Ryan and I do a ton of teen retreats, mm-hmm. and I always, I always, there's a, there's always a couple of guys. I call them the comforters. <laughs> you know, and prayer comes up. And girls start getting well, emotional. Girls start getting in that spiritual feel, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Who am I gonna? Who am I gonna comfort?" <laughs> oh man! Mm-hmm. And I was walking Which by, is so like, dangerous. Get, get so out of dangerous. Here. Yeah, get what are you here. doing? 
Like, mm-hmm. like you, you don't. Mm-mm. Why which, are you, Why which, are you comforting her? Because you're worried yeah. about her emotional state, or because you want to uh, hug this girl? Yeah, that's like taking the hand just, holding an hour father one step further. Yeah, you yeah. Know? and oh let's just gosh. say they have pure intentions. Sure. Right. Let's just say that's something that you or one of the other leaders would go and like make sure everything's okay. Or right. let's say something happens where somebody like manifests or something crazy where they're like really crying. It's not like, like a Holy Spirit experience. It's like a you know, you yes. were you you know, the leaders, the ones who have experienced that, who know that should be the ones tending to that, you know, shepherding. It, you exactly. Know? And yes, for sure. And we've had several experiences like that before where I I'll I'll take that person out of the room and we can, we can calm them down that right, way and stuff right. like that. Like, mm-hmm. because but yeah, it becomes a spectacle at that if, it, if you just let it yes. continue. And in you know, Hopefully they're having a, you know an amazing experience and everything, but like but, if it's if it's taking away from me, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I've been on retreats where it's uh, and I'm I'm always the bad cop at these retreats, <laughs> um, but uh, is after after prayer and after adoration, you know there'll be people and they'll leave and people will be emotional and they're hugging for just too long for anyone to <laughs> hug. I'm not a big hugger anyway, but I'm always just like, like squeezing it between like, okay, time for bed. Mm-hmm. You go that way. You go that way. I'll be waiting yeah. right here to make sure that happens. Yeah. But it's like, you know, but then beyond that point, like why are, why are you hugging so intimately? Why are you so yeah. invested in this person? A lot of teen like, and emotions. Sure. Yeah. A lot and, of teen. And I, and I really think that what you brought up is important yeah. about that spiritual connection because yeah. our priority should be our spiritual connection yeah. with God. And if it's, we have a relationship where that can be a shared portion yeah. of the relationship, beautiful. But the spiritual connection between the two of us cannot be ultimate over our spiritual connection yeah. with God. It's yeah. our intentionality. So we got some more points we're going to hit on right now, but let's take a quick break. All right. So we just talked about the boys at the camps and the girls at the camps hugging it out. Don't hug that long. Uh, yeah. but <laughs> just be careful not to use God to bring you, you closer um, to each other in an inappropriate right. way. Yes. Just pray through it. Make your make sure you know, like you were saying, like make sure your relationship with God is stronger and more intense than. So your just imagine with the that your entire life is is at a summer camp, and that Danny is your is mm-hmm. your camp counselor, always <laughs> looking over you and be like, hey, hey, hey break well, it up, break I would, it. I would up. come by and I'd go like this when they're <laughs> sitting next to each other, make sure that there's no space. My each finger needs to be touching each person. I want that distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep the distance. Yeah. You just want to make sure that whoever it is that you're with, that the entire relationship, the way that it feels, it feels like you guys are next to each other, pointed towards God, not towards yes. each other with God in the room. And you and know? that's something. And I'll share. Uh, you know, back when when I was in my previous relationship one thing that we did have that that was great was a great we did have a good uh at separating our relationships with god Mm -hmm. and i was at a retreat at one point and i and i could a lot there was a lot of young couples on the retreat and i thought like how can i be of an example like how can i was talking to to her at the time and i was like how can we be an example of this Mm -hmm. and during adoration we went together you know i i like grabbed her by the hand and we went to adoration but we kneeled before the blessed sacrament together but separated we, yeah. we are i'm you not touching didn't her didn't have like your she, arm around yeah. her yeah, anything we, like that we're, we're there united together in prayer mm-hmm. to christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and that's the difference i think is it's we're not there you know all snuggled up with each other while jesus happens to mm-hmm. be there we're there bringing each other together before the mm-hmm. lord uh was the difference yeah and i think right. that we need to be 
uh, know know those differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like da- it's just like dating uh, in the physical sense of like you start with a coffee date. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't start with um, hey, how can I pray for you? And you tell them all of your sins, and you know what I mean. Right, like, right, right. You you know you start you start small, and it starts like mass is still great because it's not like you guys are. Uh, talking to each other in a in that way, right. you're experiencing the mass together, but it's not you guys aren't personally having this spiritual bond. So that's exactly. that's still yeah. amazing. It's, like, right. it's just but like letting it grow organically. Exactly. Yeah. Don't go to Disneyland on date number one. No. <laughs> too go. expensive. <laughs> too, too expensive. Too much. I have a pass. So. Yeah. Although, oh, like nice. you just could, saying. you guys live in Orange County. If it How did start not? going, <laughs> if it did start going awry, if you're Disneyland, there's a lot of people you could you could just like get lost casually after mm-hmm. you go to the bathroom. And yeah. So another point. So another. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, you poor listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Okay, another point that we wanted to bring up was um, the effects of uh, pornography Mm -hmm. and how that can affect your view on dating, which I think is very important. Um, You know, as a woman, uh, if if. Uh, I don't struggle personally with pornography, but if I had somebody that I was dating that did, and I've had friends, you know, who have had that, it definitely affects the relationship. And it definitely, as I'm sure it affects the person who struggles with that, it also uh, affects the other person too. So, so that brings us to the point of last episode which was you know um making sure that your relationship with god is strong and good and and making sure that you are working through your stuff um which we kind of a a lot kind of talk about this in an idea form but you're working through your stuff before you're looking for somebody else you know that um that's something that you're working on yeah i think that that's a big point whether it be male or female because porn is not a male problem it's it's an everyone problem for sure um there's plenty of people on both both sides that struggle with it Mm -hmm. and but it's not something that you need to work through in a relationship with somebody else that's something that you need to handle between that you need to get figured out between you and God and then you don't want to bring a struggle like that into a relationship because it could be very damaging Mm -hmm. but this this problem is like the most damaging thing that we could ever even imagine as a society today Mm -hmm. I just heard a priest give me uh, I don't know if it's stat no he just said he just said this he's like I wish that I had two lines uh, for confession Uh, one line for all the people confessing about pornography and one line for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, it's it's out of control and the mm-hmm. effects that it has on the human brain is unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing it's it's I know that there's hope for you if you're listening. Oh, 100 percent. I, I, I listen to Catholic talk show mm-hmm. uh, all the time. It's it's uh, one of my favorite podcasts, and their their sponsor on the episode that, that I'm on, or they have it for. I think it's like their ongoing sponsor is Covenant Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. it's again, it's an accountability mm-hmm. software. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, because it's funny that I my uh, our pastor at my parish he gave out a bunch of. Uh, 
like stickers like like for your phone screens and computer screens mm-hmm. and it's like of the crucifix of Jesus and it was to like put those on your screen as a way of accountability. You can like see oh, through wow. it, but it's yeah, like, it, it's, but you can always see there's like Jesus. But like Jesus is there, like like mm-hmm. it just like to give Jesus that presence on your phone or on yeah. your on your computer, on your tablet, on your whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was I thought it was a really cool thing. Right. And it was like mm-hmm. that a screen savior instead of a screen savior. Wow. Oh, screen savior. very cool. And uh, but it was that it was to be able to go uh, challenge that. The growing problem of mm-hmm. of pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So hopefully that's something that you work through outside of the dating. But let's say you've struggled with that in the past, and then you're in a dating relationship, realizing that there are effects of pornography, and still, you know, dealing with those and being praying with those in in the relationship, um, not pr- with a person per se, but you know, with yourself and knowing different triggers or whatever it may be, so that you can continue to look at. Um, the woman or the man with love and not with yes. lust. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah. It, it's it's. I saw a talk at one point, and it was that the, a big struggle for for for, for guys. Uh, it was at a men's talk that I was at, and it was when we watch these. If you watch these videos, it's it's uh, so unfair and and degrading to uh, your future spouse mm-hmm. that you're gonna that because you, you always be comparing them to these videos that you're it's watching. It's an unrealistic. And it's an yeah. unrealistic expectation or an unrealistic uh, thought process that you're having about mm-hmm. what love is. And uh, that's what, not your spouse. Right, it's, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? You know, like, uh, uh, yeah, and it, it's just it, it, uh, it's an it's, it's use. It's a means to an end. It's it's, you know? it's a it's very it's selfish and it's it's not what it was intended for. Mm-hmm. It's like, not it's not yeah. what the act of uh, of sex of sexual attraction what it's intended for. Mm-hmm. And it's that I think the way you said it, it's that unrealistic expectation of what love is, mm-hmm. uh, but. It's often you th- what what the the user thinks is it's better than love. This is mm-hmm. I I don't have to, to interact with people. I don't have to as we said before like how how much money you got. Dating's expensive. Dating gets mm-hmm. messy sometimes. Humanity is messy mm-hmm. and but that's that's there's a beauty to that. But they mm-hmm. can skip all that and they can think that I can just have this means to this end mm-hmm. without uh, I don't have to avoid all right. that messiness. Right. I can, right. I can right. just get this quick thing and then I can move on with the rest of my life. And I think that's why we're dealing with so many like. Uh, so many people are just single and they're like I'm fine being single mm-hmm. uh, this is I don't need to be married because I don't want to deal with that like I have I have my thing over here that gives me pleasure and then I move on with the rest of my yeah. life and it, it it's it's crazy it, but mm-hmm. it, it but it's just it's just robbing yourself of the fullness of of God's plan for for whatever it is maybe it's not marriage mm-hmm. maybe maybe it's uh, maybe you're called to a, a holy vocation maybe you're called to the single life whatever it may be but to not experience authentic uh, love and and being so jaded by that this I, I, this selfish thing that I can watch or or, or uh, is fulfilling you. It's it's an em- it's not mm-hmm. it's a false fulfillment. It's emptying you. It's mm-hmm. not filling you. Mm-hmm. It is emptying your soul. Mm-hmm. It's emptying your. Uh, your ability to know what true and authentic love is, and to give love um, to, to others. Yeah, it's uh, it's dehumanizing uh, mm-hmm. of. The people obviously in the film of people around you that you're now that you're the way you look at other people it just mm-hmm. it messes you up mm-hmm. um, and it's just it it's a it's a big problem and it's something that if you're struggling with it go 
go to a priest, talk to people about it, get help that you, mm-hmm. because it's not covenant eyes yeah. is a very good yeah. resource and know that you're, you're not alone. Yeah. There's so like many I just, people. And there's so many people in the church too. Struggling. It's not just like a worldly thing. It's no. like everybody struggles with like it. At, at multiple stages Absolutely. of life, people yeah. are dealing with it. So if you're in high school and you're struggling, if you're a, in a married and struggling, like people are struggling in all walks of life and all different times of life. So you're not alone. Mm-hmm. But if you are, we talked about shame earlier. If the shame of this struggle that you're having is too much and it's 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 holding you back from mm-hmm. being able to come forward uh to talk about it with whoever you trust and you can talk about it with mm-hmm. or even come forward with it to god and say god i'm struggling with this and i need help mm-hmm. uh, don't allow that shame to keep you in the dark mm-hmm. and keep you away from uh a heal the healing mm-hmm. that you need from this this kind of goes back to our social media uh, uh, episodes right we had two episodes on social media the last one was kind of on we were weighing the pros and cons and obviously this is a huge con there's amazing things we have the world at our fingertips but because we have the world at our fingertips we have all the negativity that comes with it mm-hmm. including all this mm-hmm. you know so um it it, it can drastic- and you have to unfollow like so many people right on instagram because that's that's avoiding that near occasion of sin right even for so women like, yeah. And like, I mean, well, we've talked about it's a man and woman problem, but Absolutely. I'm saying like, I, as a woman, like I can't even follow people that are, uh, you know, wearing nothing because I compare myself to them. Mm-hmm. So I have to unfollow right. and it's just like, you can't, it, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. What, I mean, pornography, what even like our over-sexualized culture as a whole does. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you because, you, you know, uh, you always dress very modestly and it's mm-hmm. beautiful and I think, but like people that are so, uh, as a culture, overly sexualized, they're used to the norm. Like we just watched, we just talked about in the previous episode, we just watched this Super Bowl halftime show where they're mm-hmm. literally wearing like nothing, everybody mm-hmm. on stage, but mm-hmm. that's like normal. That's normal. And then so when they see someone who's dressing modestly, they're like, Oh, what's your deal? Like, do you mm-hmm. do you find, uh, like, what's your experience with that? Especially like in, in dating, do are people mm-hmm. are people cool with it? Well, obviously, the people that you're looking for, you're you're you you want to find people that are that are good with that and that are yeah, fine with that. But absolutely, like, you know, 100. Um, I don't know what my question is. Really, <laughs> um, well, for women, it's it's hard like uh to find cute clothing. Sometimes you feel that's like fashionable, mm-hmm. but I don't really care. I mean, I would as as big as fashion is for me, which it's it is pretty big. Like it matters more to me, like if I'm leading other people to Christ or if I'm making other people compare themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be a part of that Mm -hmm. culture. I don't want to be. It's like we're all made in the image and likeness of God. We're all beautiful. And like. It, it, we shouldn't see each other for just what's on the outside. You know, we should see each other for what's inside. And something that I really, I, I really believe and I like to say is, you know, if you're a beautiful girl and you just show off your body and do all this stuff, whatever, even if you're just beautiful, but you're ugly inside, that's false advertisement. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. You are, you are, that is just not, you know, like we have to be working on ourselves more on the inside than we do on the outside. So yeah, 
those are, I guess, and my perspe- thoughts from and there. Prospective daters that are wanting to date that person again, they're they're being falsely advertised. Yeah. And they're like, wow, this beautiful girl, this beautiful girl, and then you, yeah, you know what's funny is because I, I do like secular music, whatever. So some of my photos are kind of moody, if uh-huh. you will, and moody. like I had a picture where I had like it was like a turtleneck, but I had like my arms showing, and um. I didn't, I wasn't doing anything like sexual or anything like that, but just something about the photo. I was like, I don't, I don't totally feel okay Mm. about this, you know? And there was nothing, it's like, there was nothing explicitly bad about it, but it's like, you have to discern and you have to pray through like, whether it's like what you post, um, or what you wear, you know, um, and always err on the side of caution. So, we, I mean, so yeah, leading other people to and what you follow too, sin. who you follow. Right, you right, can right. also just if you're afraid to unfollow somebody because you don't want to cause a scene or something, <laughs> you can you can mute somebody. Or hide. Oh yeah, yeah. You hide mute. You hide. You hide their posts and their story. You hide their posts and their story. How you do that is you have to find them on the top of your Instagram, yeah, where it shows all the stories, and then you hold down on that. I've so showed believe so many me, people because they're like, I don't want to follow. Done it. We've done it. We talked about the episode. <laughs> Where we got yeah. called out on all the, the yeah. traditional we, we've done it quite a bit. like we've done it a bit yeah but it, so that's yeah. what you do you you have to find it up there anyways got but. it so um yeah avoid the near occasion of sin on your own behalf but then don't lead other people astray mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and like guys and guys got, compliment compliment if if with women when they're wearing you know certain things that are modest like hey i really like that dress or you look really beautiful here or mm-hmm. whatever um and women the same although i think as far as Instagram goes, it's less of an issue for guys. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. guy, guys' bodies are, it's, are pretty it's, awkward. It's a completely, <laughs> especially, especially it's completely in like a situation. religious yeah. in the religious world, whether exactly. Catholic or Christian. It's sometimes people think it's a little bit unclear, but I right. mean, yeah, I don't think it is. But wow, we really went down the rabbit hole on that one. But that, <laughs> that's that's I mean, that's a very important stuff. It, it, you know? Yeah, and it all connects together with what we've been talking about for the last few episodes. So yeah, I think that it it, it was it's a relevant topic. Absolutely. Wow, so. we we've now been talking for <laughs> I don't know close to two hours total for this this combined episode. Uh, we covered a bunch. A bunch. Is there anything mm-hmm. else we want to hit on? Honey bunches of before votes. we. Before we wrap for the uh, evening, it's getting pretty late. Just pray. Uh, yeah, you just here's the thing: is the best thing that you can do, I think, in your discernment for dating, whatever it is, searching. Mm-hmm. Pray for your future spouse, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Pray for them. Uh, Act like they're yeah. real while you're yeah. waiting. Um, Date like them. they're real. <laughs> yeah, remember that who you're dating. If it's not your future spouse whom you're dating, it's someone else's. Yeah, and you want to treat them with that same respect because mm-hmm. um, you want whoever is currently dating your future spouse to be also treating them with respect yeah. Amen. And don't dignity. touch them uh, just kidding uh, <laughs> kind of uh, but also, <laughs> just kidding. uh what was one of those rules don't linger let's not linger on this podcast hey there let's should, practice right let's now practice, we're so we're gonna wrap okay. okay so so as always please give us a follow over on instagram wait we uh, didn't answer we didn't ask what? her the questions again <laughs> we we're gonna ask her the same two questions because it's oh, why yeah. we ask them the same it's, it's okay. the next, oh, week. Yeah, the it's question. The next question. week we have a guest on even though it's the what's same what's the guest. weirdest thing that happened in yeah mass? so give us another weird thing um that there was a dog in mass a dog like yes. a service dog no was it like not a, a service like it was a, a little person? dog no didn't have an emotional <laughs> help thing or anything like that on it just 
Just and a dog. And it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I wanted to like kick her out. It did. But it, I didn't. It but didn't I, receive but communion. But before, no, it didn't. But before communion, I let her know. I said, because she was like kind of letting the dog. Oh no, it had a leash on it, but it was just a, like a regular, le- a regular leash. Yeah. And so she like was kind of letting the dog like sort of walk. But um, uh, anyways, but then she'd pick it up sometimes. So I just before communion, I walked over to her and I said, hey, just wanted to let you know, like during communion, people are going to be walking. So just be careful because I don't I don't know if the dog's going to bark or I don't want it to, you know, scare anybody or anything like that. So it was very awkward. But I had to say something because I'm not going to have the dog running around while we're receiving the king of kings and lord of lords. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. So that's that's another weird thing. That's pretty weird. We should have a whole episode on service. Dogs. <laughs> about we couldn't talk airplanes. about it. I could talk for like an hour, bro. Oh jeez. Um, okay, so my favorite hey, board game. Favorite board <laughs> it's game. It's not a board game. I'm breaking game. the rules again. No board game again. But what is what's Jenga your, is fun. Jenga, regular traditional Jenga, or like big, big, like you know, huge size Jenga. Uh, either one, really. Because I've played both, and I just, it's fun. Super big Jenga frightens me. I saw a video of- Because I feel like if you pull the wrong thing, that's, that's I know. coming down. But I then saw, it's funnier. I saw a video of guys <laughs> playing out of the way. big Jenga with cinder blocks. Danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, they didn't. They were okay, but don't, thank do, goodness. don't do that at home. So regular Jenga, tabletop Jenga. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, again, we can't thank you enough, Christina, for being on the podcast for these two episodes, sure. giving up your evening so late, <laughs> talking to us for all this time. We could not have done this topic without you, again, so we're appreciative. check out all Christina's stuff. We'll link it below. Where is it going to be? Right here, if you're watching at home. Right here. If you're yeah. listening, we're, 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 we're using our hands to put links. <laughs> Christina Ballestero, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, Christ in my heart, not in my name. Not in her B-A-L-L-E-S-T-E-R-O. name. Find her on nice. Instagram. Where else are you at? Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Also on Spotify under the artist name We Worship. We Worship. We Worship. All right. So check out all her stuff. stuff. Mm -hmm. Go support her. All the wonderful work she's doing. You can see her at uh, at uh, St. Bonaventure in Huntington Beach Mm -hmm. uh, every weekend. Five o'clock mass. Five o'clock mass. Go ten. Receive the Lord. See Christina sing. It's beautiful. And, uh, and we uh, do we do our thing. Follow us on too. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> We're praying for you guys. Thank you. Don't thank be you. afraid. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you guys really like us, I af- meant the listeners. Oh, you're oh, praying for the you. listeners. But I'll pr- I'm praying for you guys too. Oh, yeah, but was, just I wasn't listeners. Sure where you're going. Yeah, we're praying for you guys for sure. You got this. We believe in you. We're cheering you on. That's we're rooting right. for you. That's right. Again, if you feel like you Pray really, really like us and want to support us, uh, support your church first. Support Word on Fire. Support all the other things. <laughs> if you got a couple bucks, <laughs> throw us a couple hit bucks us on Patreon. On Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash two Catholic dudes. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for, ro- for rolling with us through these. Uh, go out there, date, but do it uh, with, with the love of Christ in your heart, and, and everything else will follow. So uh, we will see you guys next week. If you've been ready to say peace, go do your thing. Peace. peace.